I am wonderful. It's it's actually a maker, like I make a lot of money, but it's a, a so oh, a maker. Oh man, I messed it up. I'm gonna be my, I'm gonna <laughs> a maker like Jamaica. A maker like Jamaica. Yeah. All right. So, how you doing this evening, man? Where, where, where you from? Okay. So, I am wonderful. I'm from Illinois. I'm actually, uh, I grew up in a small town called Sycamore, Illinois, and I pretty much have lived all over Illinois. So I have several homes here in Illinois right now. All right. How far is that from like Chicago? So each one of my homes are approximately an hour away from Chicago. Okay. Not too far. No, not far. Mm -hmm. How was your upbringing? Oh, well, let me just tell you. So I came from a family uh, that's multicultural and from generational wealth. So I have been a busy lady most of my life. My upbringing was not like most people. I've been running businesses and uh, helping people, helping adults with their finances since I was a child. Since you were a child. We're going to get it yes. all for sure, for sure. Before, before we get into some more, let's get to the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So it you know, has to be whatever you have. We don't peer pressure over there for some of that, but whatever you may have, but we have, we do have that. <laughs> okay. So I, I told somebody to go bring me some wine, but they didn't go get it. So guess what I have? I do have some water. <laughs> All right. We're going to get to that water then. Yes, we are. I'm getting this water right now. Yeah. And we like to let the guests do the toast. So we okay. Like to toast tonight. Oh, okay. So, honey, I'm excellent at toasting. So yeah. I like to propose a toast to good health, wealth, and a bountiful life. Good health, wealth, and a bountiful life. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. I needed that. That was good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Can you hear us now? Can you hear us good? Oh, my God. I can hear you wonderfully now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. We all good now. All right. Uh, okay, so we can you shout out the way. hear me well? Yeah, you good. So we got the shout out the way. Now we do a little trivia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so I'm ready. You ready? You you uh you good at trivia? Oh, I'm ready. Uh, it ain't gonna be too hard. Let me see what I got for you. Oh, you got some. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Uh, what I got, what do I have for you? How many meters are in a kilometer? I <laughs> <laughs> <At> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. So let me hold on. How many meters are in a kilometer? I'm not looking it up. I'm not looking it up. Look, uh, see my answer? I'm not looking it up. And see, I told him to do my interviews at two o'clock because that's when I'm sharpest. So now I can't even think. 
Um, how many ah. meters in the kilometer? That's just... Kilo is a thousand. Yeah, so, it's a thousand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you hit that. You hit that. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So what are three things people may not know about you, Miss Amaker? Okay. So three things that people may not know about me um, is that I have been a world traveler pretty much most of my life before I even got into the travel industry. Um, so that's one thing. People think that I started traveling once I got in travel, but I was already doing this my whole life. Uh, another thing is that I actually uh, taught finance at the World Trade Center in Dubai. Oh, man. Oh. Dubai is it's beautiful, isn't it? It is. I love it I there. I that's why I heard. I don't know, personally. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Speaking of travel, you said once you got into travel, what what are one of your favorite, what are some of your favorite places to travel other than Dubai? Okay. Yes, because I do go to Dubai often. Um, Mexico, um, it's part of my culture, uh, one of my part of one half of my culture. So I'm there about six times a year. I do a lot of business there and a lot of building. So I love, I love it there. I also love Jamaica. I have a lot of friends in Jamaica. And I love London. You love London. You like the food in London too. I I didn't like that okay. food. Like it was. So I never said I like the food in London. Say okay, it again. So we have a joke about that because I don't like the food in London. I don't think nobody. And I'm gonna tell you because in London they eat beans and drink coffee. I don't eat beans and drink coffee. They eat beans. What do you mean? I, I missed for that. For breakfast. For breakfast. So if you've ever went to a lot of the restaurants in London for breakfast, they offer beans and coffee together. Coffee beans. That's what coffee beans is. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. So, all right. That was, two, that was one, two, three. No. So I said London. Mm-hmm. I said Jamaica. I said Mexico. Also Italy. I own um, a vineyard in Italy. So I love Italy. Oh man! All right, I meant like that was the three things that people may not know about you. You said three already. Well, I said well, no. So I said you asked me about the places in between that question. Oh yeah, I distracted you. My bad. That's my bad. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm keeping up. Okay. So uh, the other thing about me. So the one thing I said is that um, people didn't know that. I was traveling before. And then the second thing that I spoke at the World Trade Center in Dubai. And so the third thing is that I do have my own wine brand, which is called Trey Regime. Trey Regime. Trey Regime. <laughs> Round of applause for that. <laughs> Trey Regime. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. So how did you get into the wine? When did you, when did your interest in wine spark? Okay, so I've been drinking wine most of my life because, you know, a lot of wealthy people, they drink wine with dinner. And so I've been drinking it most of my life and I loved it. And I got into different wine clubs when I I was in my early 20s. And so I decided that it was something that I wanted to pursue. And so I was in my office downtown Chicago. My uh, makeup artist told me she wanted to start a wine brand. I said, okay, well, let's travel around the United States and see what we can find first and if we don't find anything good we're going to go to italy 
So we traveled around the United States. We couldn't find what we were looking for. So we went to Italy and started a wine brand. Oh man, that's love was. Was there anyone doubting that you could do that? Like, or, or Oh, yes. I ended a relationship before I went over there because he told me, he said, that sounds crazy. You're not going to go over to Italy and go just buy some property and, and start a wine brand just like that. I said, oh, yes, I am. So I left him and I went over to Italy and started the wine brand. Hey, you had to show him better than you could tell him, right? <laughs> exactly. You had to show him better than you could tell him. I feel that. <laughs> So, uh, like, what's the process of even getting a business like that started? Well, more particular, like with the wine. Okay, so the whole process was, I'm I have a lot of connections because, like I said, I've been teaching finance across the world most of my life, and my grandfather's connected, and I have you know my own connections as well. So I made a phone call to someone, and I told them that I wanted to get. Uh, a wine consultant to help me to find a vineyard to produce my wine. And so they got the number one consultant in the world for wine. And he became my consultant. He flew in from Sweden to help me with the wine in Italy. Man. See, see, you got the, it's not like you got the connections. That's, that's a, is that oh, a key yeah. thing? That's for everything in life. It's all about relationship and connections. Yeah, it's always good to have those great people or be connected. Exactly. And so you, you feel like networking is pretty important, right? Network is your net worth. So, yes, it's key. You can never become wealthy without a network. Without a team, you will never be wealthy. Yeah, I agree. I agree uh, 100%. 100%. All right, the wine. Where where can if someone wanted to get that wine, where where could they get that? Okay. We haven't launched it on the market yet. Um, but we are working on our travel television show. And when we launch the show, we will launch the brand so everybody will know where to get it because they'll see it on the show. All right, great, great. We we look we're looking forward to that. We're looking forward to trying that on the fourteen oh nine podcast. So Oh yeah, definitely. I'll send you guys some bottles. We we support we support that one hundred percent. I appreciate that. Uh huh. So how how would you describe yourself uh, as an entrepreneur? Um. So this is so funny. I just had this conversation tonight. I am a global entrepreneur, which means that I'm a legacy builder globally. So I help to help people to break generational. Uh, curses of poverty off of their life and their economic systems around the world. All around the, all around the world. Yes. Global. Global entrepreneur. Man, I gotta. <laughs> I gotta give you that for that. Thank you. <laughs> yes, yes. That's a. That's just one of the amazing things you have going on for sure. And you mentioned travel. So, what? What business do you have with involving travel? So travel right now has been my primary focus. I have learned that through travel, you can actually create generational wealth. So I connected with a company called uh, Planet Marketing and IntelliTravel. And through those two companies, you're able to actually pass down your travel business. So I, I don't sell per se travel to people. I sell travel businesses to people. 
So I help them to own their own travel business and to create legacies for their generations to come because everybody's traveling, right? And so right now, travel is an $8 trillion business. Within the next uh, two to five years, it's scheduled to be a $15 trillion business. So it makes perfect sense to get in it now, right? Yeah, I feel that. So I got into the business. Like I have a person who's on my team today. He's scheduled to make a million dollars just off of booking private jets four times a year for 200 people. He That will make him a millionaire. I'm trying to do the math. Four times a week. So four times a week for 200 people? Four times a year. For 200 yes. People. 200 <laughs> people four times a year will make him a millionaire. So 50 flights every quarter? No. They're only doing one flight each quarter. Hmm. Oh, See, so, oh. Remember, I, I remember what I told you guys that... Um, I came from finance, right? So I coach my travel team financially as well. So I teach them how to be able to negotiate prices and to mark the prices the right way so that they can hit their financial goals. All right. And around what year did the planet marketing and teletravel, around what year did you? I joined them. Yeah. Begin that journey. So I began that journey um, two years ago. I, I, for some reason, I've been saying three years, but it's actually only been two years um, that I've been in the company. And so I became a director in the company this year because the first year I just spent most of the time traveling and learning the business. So when I was able to start creating a team, I wanted to be able to educate them on what we had. Uh, because like Warren Buffett said that... Um, when you understand something and you use it, you need to own it, right? So I became a travel business owner. And now I help other people to understand it and own it that are using it. And with that comes certain perks, right? Like Marriott discounts or something like that? <laughs> oh, I um, mean, it's, yes. So you know about it, huh? Let me find out you in the travel business. You ain't my nothing. business partner. <laughs> I'm just trying to clarify. I'm just trying to clarify. There are lots of perks with becoming a travel agent. And the reason why we get the perks is because we are the ones who drive the industry. We make sure that Marriott makes money and they make sure we get great discounts and deals. Oh, man. And it doesn't just come easy, does it? You have to. Wait. <laughs> well, it's, it's always an even exchange for anything in life, right? So we're we're providing you with numbers of people and they're providing us with perks. Yeah, there's, there's definitely perks. And perks and checks. Okay, don't forget the checks. We like those commission checks. <laughs> Already. Commission. All right. Um, so what? I want to take a step back because like you said, you're a global entrepreneur, like correct. who would you say was like uh, your inspiration and like guided you to entrepreneurship? My grandfather. I've actually written several books about that. And I always talk about my grandfather and my great grandfather. So my grandfather came from generational wealth. 
his father created wealth and purchased a lot of land um, through his business ventures. And then my grandfather, he raised me. And so I'm his legacy. He taught me business and finance and about networking and connections and things like that. So he opened a lot of doors for me. Family ties. That's right. Legacy. Legacy. All right. Another thing we missed was uh, we we want back up again. What was the most difficult thing you had to overcome in life? The most difficult thing I would say that I had to overcome in life was I was working as a young parent because I had my children as a child. Um, and it's kind of cultural for me because I come from two cultures where they have children very young. And so I had to have my tutors become my babysitters because I didn't need a tutor, but I needed a babysitter. Because I had children while I was going to school and running these businesses. So that was the hardest thing that I had to overcome. Yeah, most definitely. I can see how that can be challenging being taking care of those kids and making things happen. I, I salute all the mothers out there for sure because yes. they, they are amazing, all of them. Exactly. Especially when you're young, because I don't believe in excuses. And a lot of women have a lot of excuses. They say, well, I can't run a business because I'm a mother and I got to keep my house and I got to do all this. Well, I did it. I ran businesses, went to school and raised kids. So you feel like that uh, a lot of people, they they make they make excuses that they, they don't do what they need to do. They make excuses for Do you feel oh. like I do. And I don't give uh, people excuses. I give them solutions. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like that. I like that. You give them solutions. What, uh, what, what do you enjoy most about helping people get those solutions? Okay. Well, I love to see people change their lives and their financial situation. Like I said about the, uh, with the travel business, I'm trying to make sure my hand is not in a thing. So, Hold on. I'm not good with cameras, y'all. I was trying to adjust it, but I'm going to leave it like that. So I love to see a person who was never able to take their child on a trip, take their child around the world. Like, I love seeing people get passports that never had a passport. I take my team, when they first come into the business, I make sure within the first 72 hours they apply to get their passport. Because it's important for you and your family to be able to experience other cultures around the world, to understand other people, especially if you're going to grow a global business. You have to have exposure. So I make sure that they get that exposure right away. Yeah, and I, I make sure they take their children, too, because that's their legacy. Okay, I was going to say something about the children, too. I agree the children should travel at a young age so they... They tapped into other cultures. They're not just thinking the world is one way it, when, it's when it's portrayed this way. And it's really a whole nother thing when you go over there. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And it's true. And that's why people are afraid. Some people have never left their own neighborhoods. And when I heard that, I was like, you never left your neighborhood. You've never been downtown Chicago. What? You live here? That doesn't make sense to me. And yeah. people tell me, I want to go to Hawaii. I want to go to Dubai. So why don't you? I mean, I think some people like just maybe afraid to travel. That's, they just like to stick with what they know. That could be one of the reasons is fear. 
It is. Fear is the number one reason why people don't do a lot of things in life. So what we do is we take away the fear. And the reason why I travel with them is because I'm someone that they trust and that they know I've already done this. So when I take them, they're comfortable because they know I know my way around. Yeah, most definitely. You you had the travel experience out there. You showing them the ropes yeah. and everything. Uh, yes. Travel perks. Uh, like I know we talked about the one thing, but what are some of the travel perks? I know we talked about the hotel thing. Is there any other? Okay. There's a lot of perks with uh, travel. So we, with travel, people only think about hotels, but we deal with private jets. We deal with private islands. Uh, we work with a lot of entertainers on shooting their videos and things like that. So they get to keep some of that money back in their pocket instead of spending it all you know, on the video budget or the movie budget for if they're shooting a film. And so those are some of the perks of being able to be in this industry is that you're not throwing all your money away uh, paying someone for production and all of this stuff when you can actually get it as an agent. Um, like I said, and you don't have to break the bank. Okay. Okay. And not just that, but just being able to see the world. Think about this. You have access where you are. We have access to trains. We have access to cruises. We have access to private jets. We have access to private islands where people have never even thought about going on a private island before. Never thought it was possible. And it all can be done. You just got to step out your comfort zone sometimes. you know. Exactly. Education. I mean, a lot of people just didn't know about these things. Before, it used to cost about $4,000 to become a travel agent. Right now with our company, it's only $200. So now we have access. Before, people didn't have access because that $4,000 was a barrier for a lot of people. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is my question for you. As an entrepreneur, you know what I'm saying? Having a business mind that's a global business mind, how do you know, like, a like when, how do you know it's like a good business idea or like what okay. business idea you want to invest into? Well, I know because remember, I'm a financial advisor and an economic analyst. So I, I analyze the numbers. I sit there and I look at the trends. I look at, um, like I told you, kind of like what Warren Buffett said about if you use it, you understand it, you should own it, right? So I look at things that people utilize every day. People travel every single day for business, for pleasure, family reunions, whatever. They're never going to stop traveling. Even during the pandemic, people had to still travel on flights for work, right? Mm -hmm. There was never a day that all the planes were empty. Never. Not one. Exactly. All right. My, my question for you is... Uh, what are some of the pros and cons of network marketing? Not just with the travel agency, but network marketing, period. Okay, so one of the um, pros of network marketing is leveraged income because you are making money, residual income off of the works of other people, not just yourself. Because as a finance, as a financial expert, I'm only working, leveraging myself, right? 
So I can only do so much. But if I have a team, like I have a team of almost 200 agents right now, with them all working and building and I'm making money off of all of everything that they do, how much more can I accomplish versus me just running this finance company over here by myself? Now, one of the cons, because you asked for the cons, is that you have to create the mindset in a lot of people because a lot of people have not had that exposure. So you have to constantly reinforce their mind for wealth and, and reassure them of what they're doing because of the fear. That's the fear again. Okay. Exactly. For sure. So those are pros, some of the pros, some of the cons of network marketing what are what would you say to someone that doubts network marketing i will tell them look at my bank account (laughs) (laughs) damn i had a i got the button i got the button for that one You, ain't got, you don't have a dollar sign or some money signs and play some money music. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's it. I could pull some up, but yeah, because I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty pulling some up, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's a that's a clever answer for sure. I, I know that'll have them thinking right there. Exactly. <laughs> I tell so, people I don't do anything that doesn't make financial sense. I'm a fine. I. I deal in finance, right? I'm an economic analyst. I analyze finance and money and how to grow it, how to make it better. So what would you feel like uh, was your biggest challenge as a being an entrepreneur? Uh, so you actually asked me this before. So it was, I told you about being um, a parent while I was running the businesses. So that was my biggest challenge because I had to balance um, you know, being a mother. And sometimes it's hard as a mother to really give your children that attention when you're trying to build this business and trying to get them to understand what you're doing is for them. Most definitely. Like, once again, shout out to the mothers out here for real. <laughs> for real, for real. I mean, Yeah, for sure. And you mentioned the finance, so let's, let's get into the finance. What, what, what uh, field of expertise do you possess in finance? So I'm what's called an international economic analyst, and I'm a financial advisor. So as an economic analyst, what I do is I go into corporations and finance and governments, and I advise them on their economic situation and how they can make it better, how they can grow their economies. So I'm constantly looking at trends, looking at how the world is changing. I'm looking at um, different aspects of what elements are affecting the finance in their industry or in their country. And the thing is to create a solution to make it better and to grow it, right? So that's how I advise them. And as far as for individuals, when I'm and I do the same thing pretty much for individuals. I'm looking at their financial situation. I'm looking at their their abilities and what they can do and how they can invest their money to grow long term wealth. So I teach them strategies to do that. And and with the finance, you mentioned trends. You mentioned trends. So do you deal with the stock market any? 
Oh, yeah. I started investing in the stock market when I was 19 years old. All right. And what, what would you say? I know I'm not going to do a disclaimer real quick. This is not financial <laughs> advice right here, but what, what, uh, what stocks do you currently recommend? I should say, but not recommend. <laughs> okay. So again, if you utilize it and you know that it's something that people are going to be utilizing that they need every day, I invest in travel because why I'm in the travel industry. I understand it. I know it. I know that people are going to be using it. Right. So I'm, I'm invested in different parts of travel. Of course, I'm invested in Bitcoin because why the world is moving out of paper currency into electronic currency. So I understand that as well. So that's another economic trend. All right. And do you, the crypto, how, how deep would you say you involved with crypto? Do you day trade? Um, I wrote a book. I wrote a book on crypto. It's on Amazon. All right, it's on Amazon. Find that <laughs> yes. Amazon. Yes. Up a make a make a coolie, you know what I'm saying? That's right. Amazon. A make a coolie. A M E C A. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know they can't spell that name. You know they can't spell that name. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, Jamaica. They would do it like Jamaica for real, because you at the beginning you said Jamaica like Jamaica. It, exactly. Yeah. So I had to spell it because it's actually a city in Jalisco, Mexico. So um, all my Mexicanos, you on you already know how to spell it, but for everybody else, they don't. And finance, you mentioned Chicago. You uh, spent some time in Chicago. Did you uh, go to New York or Charlotte or anything? Did you do anything finance? I actually had a lot of clients in New York. Um, I used to work in a marketing company. And so I took a lot of the clients from the marketing company into my finance company from New York. And as far as Charlotte, yes, I have a team, a travel team right now in Charlotte. Oh, man. Charlotte, I know Charlotte's like big up and coming with the finance. So uh, New York, Charlotte, San Francisco, big with the finance. Um, Oh, yeah, definitely San Francisco because San Francisco is the hub of technology right now. So definitely. And uh, I've been reading that Austin is coming up with tech as well. So, yes, it's funny you said that. I actually have a trip planned to go to Austin because of that. There are some things that I'm going to be doing in the tech environment because I'm invested in technology as well. So um, I am invested in a company called Miso Robotics. So I'm invested in marijuana. I have a lot of investments. Miko Robotics? Miso, M-I-S-O. Miso Robotics mm-hmm. and cannabis. Yeah, I uh, have a few of those stocks. I'm just... Trying to see what happens with that. You know what I'm saying? It's been it's been a while, but exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna tell you in about five years, look at how things are gonna be as far as those markets, and you're gonna see a huge shift and you you should see should be pretty profitable. Most definitely. And you mentioned the book you have on Amazon, but guess what? What? You know, <laughs> now crypto secrets. That's right. Oh, crypto secrets now. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, <laughs> yes. Hey. Already. Yeah. That's right. You catch that on Amazon right there by this Amaker Cooley. Thank you. Yes. Get that book. Yeah, make sure y'all head over to Amazon and get that. We got the Philly code in our link. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we, we definitely need everybody to tap in with that for sure. If you don't yeah. do anything else tonight, make sure you tap in on Amazon with Now Crypto Secrets. Or Crypto yes. Secrets now. She, she got a couple more books up there too, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't think it ends there. It, yeah. it, it, it continues. Yes. I want to make sure I told you my mission is to help people globally get their finances together. Oh, most definitely. And with the. Hold on. Oh, but we drink it. Hold on. It's my thirst real quick. (laughs) (laughs) I was a little part. Yeah. Yeah. One of the perks of the business, huh? You can just do whatever you like. Right. You, you can drink on the job. And let me tell you, that's another perk of the travel business. Because you know, when I go to travel, I gotta taste the food. I gotta drink the drinks and make sure it's good for you, right? I make sure it is the real stuff, right? You gotta test that product. Yeah. That's right. So <laughs> that's another that's another perk. So while I'm on that island, I'm I'm sipping on the margaritas and seeing if it tastes good for you. And I'm letting the hotel know if they need to make it a little bit stronger for you when you come. Okay. <laughs> Get that hands-on personal experience. Huh? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Love to see it. Love to see it. What is uh how many times would you say you've been interviewed on a podcast or radio or anything? Oh my God, I can't even remember. That's too many times to remember. If you had a mm-hmm. guess, like <sighs> 1,000. A rough guess. <laughs> I would say 1,000. I, I would say <laughs> there's probably like hundreds out there. I'm not sure if it's 1,000 yet, but hundreds. Hundreds. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Like, and I've been interviewed for different things. So it's not just, uh, Travel is either travel, finance, um, you know, different things like that. How you feel when you get those crazy questions? Like, like, <laughs> do you like you quick on your feet with the crazy questions, or you feel like why are they asking me this? No, okay. So let me just tell you. Remember, I have an analytical mind, mm-hmm. so I take my time to answer anything. I'm, I'm thinking when I'm talking. Okay. So, so, and I don't get offended by any question because it, it, I just I'm analyzing why the person asked me. All right, and then you get the answer right there. I got you. Mm-hmm. So for sure. What, what do you say? What do you say? Your favorite part about uh, coming on different platforms, getting interviewed, and spreading that word about the great things that you do. My favorite part about it is just bringing awareness to people because now I'm tapping into people who never heard about what I'm talking about before. And so they're being educated. I'm educating new markets. That's my favorite part. New market with planet marketing. That's right. (laughs) And network marketing. Right. 
but I'm not branding them. Look, we have what's called International Money Team. So uh, we're branding International Money Team, not Planet Marketing. They're just a vehicle, but our team is what gets you there. What what key piece of advice would you give someone that you wish someone had gave to you when you were getting started in your endeavors? Okay, so a key advice I would say is that teamwork, because you cannot grow wealth fast without a team. So if you want to you want to grow long term wealth and fast, you want to have a team building with you, because if you're just one person building brick by brick, it's going to take you forever to get there. But if you got a whole team building with bricks, you can get there a lot faster. So be humble and work with a team. For sure. And hey, uh, you soaking it in. Yeah, <laughs> you soaking it in. <laughs> so you soaking in that game. That's some good advice. Yeah. You, you read that question today? Yeah. Yeah, we can do the question of the day, man. Huh? All right. For sure. The question of today is. How do you know when the opportunity presents itself, you should deny it? Like if a certain opportunity. The numbers don't line up. The numbers don't line up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she did say she's a numbers person. No, I'm not talking about like business wise. I mean, like any opportunity in life. How do you know to deny it? If any opportunity in life presents itself and it doesn't align with my actual being of who I am. So I just did a class on marriage. I was just telling women about how they know who their husband is. So I'm going to just tell you this part. So one thing is if it doesn't fit into the vision of where you're going, deny it. Like you're not going to go take an opportunity to open up a hair salon when you know that you're a financial expert and your your mission is global finance because this hair salon is going to take up too much of your time and you don't have the expertise for it. So it don't make sense. That's not who you are. Like and that's just the same thing with the wife. It, you can't marry a farmer when you know your vision is to build wealth generationally around the world for uh, changing other people's economic systems. You can't be tied up on a farm with the farmer because you need a husband who actually understands global finance. Get it? Oh, yeah. Global finance for sure. And you mentioned uh, something. You mentioned time consuming. I meant I wanted to ask you also, how how do you manage your time? How important is time management to you in taking on multiple things, multiple. Well, I leverage a team. So I'm able to do more than the average person because I have almost 200 people working with me to get things done. For sure. So teamwork, teamwork. Exactly. But that's not even including my attorneys, my publicists and all these other people who are working in the background as well. So. You know what? Publicists are definitely important. We've dealt with, we've done things with a couple of publicists and they, they are definitely, they definitely 
Yeah. Making things happen behind the scenes for sure. Exactly. They're the ones who get you out there. They they're the reason that people know who you are. Yeah, it's definitely important to have good, you know, good a good team, good publicists, all that. I agree. Definitely exactly. with the publicists because publicists bring bring some things to the table. Like they, they brought us some some some, mm, <laughs> some good interviews. Yeah. You know? exactly. Some good people. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah, so shout out to your publicist and your team because they, they make great things happen for sure. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Cashmere. <laughs> uh, for sure, for sure. All right, we got a question of the day out the way. Let's get into a little bit of. Here they come, yo. Here they You on a vineyard, so you grow them white grapes or them red grapes? Both. <laughs> if you had to pick one, though, which one? Which one would you pick? Okay, so I learned to love white. My favorite is red. I'm actually in love with Pinot Noirs, but I recently started to love Sauvignon Blancs, and part of that is because it costs a lot of money to keep these teeth white. So I. <laughs> I had to start drinking the Sauvignon Blanc uh, because I'm talking to people a lot and I can't keep running to get my teeth bleached. So I started drinking more whites. For oh, sure, for sure. You know, you guys just put the teeth. You just got to put the teeth in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> got to put the teeth in the sun. The sun is the natural bleach. <laughs> got to be outside smiling all day. You, you on these interviews and them teeth red and yellow. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, that'd be that'd be bad bad business right there. Exactly, and you know, people they they put it out there just how it comes. Uh, that that gives them the signature look. Honestly, like right I'm with that. Nah, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna do I ain't gonna say all that. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good this that. Let me see what else I have for you. Traveling for traveling, do you prefer city view or beach view? I'm an ocean front i love i love the ocean and the beach i'm a water person i'm a pisces okay march april march april okay. march march pisces mm-hmm. i got you i got you i know about it <laughs> <laughs> for sure uh you have any this or that for us i, I can i can i can i can keep going but i want to see if you had any in mind right um, now Oh, so I get to ask some questions. I like this. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yes, I do have a this or that for you guys. So, when you guys are traveling, do you like to fly commercial or private? I'd like to fly private. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That never happened. Okay. So, that hasn't happened yet. So, now uh, look, we need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna go. I'm gonna go commercial. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be around everybody. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know the private life yet, so okay. I, I, I ain't, I'm not gonna get up here and act like I have. Okay. <laughs> I okay, so we gotta make that happen. I had something right? close to it, though. I had something close to it, a charter flight. It's okay. not all the way private, but you know, yeah, semi-private. Yeah. Yeah. That's a 
it's like it's just people that you know okay i have a i have a better question for you guys so do you prefer airbnbs private villas or hotels mm-hmm. i mean with airbnb you can't get the points but with the hotels you get the points so <laughs> that's right i'm going with the points that's right plus you get the maid service Every well, not every day now. COVID stopped some of them from doing it every day, but yeah, you get to. But you can actually request it every day, though. So a lot of people don't know you can call and request it, even though they're not just doing it on their own. You can request it. Yeah, go with the point. Exactly. I'm gonna go with Airbnb though. Okay, so why Airbnb for you? I think uh, travel is an experience. So you trying to. Airbnb, you can like find the living experience you actually looking for in the area you go into. So you talk about like regular houses, like you just in the houses. And then- I mean, like, like if you wanted to, st- like if you go to New York and you wanted to like live in a loft, you can like Airbnb a loft. You know what I'm saying? Like to get that experience, the city feel. Yeah, I feel that, but I'll go with the points. Was <laughs> Airbnb get some points then? It's too. Well, let me tell you how. So Marriott actually owns private villas and apartments. Oh, yeah, I learned that today. Oh, I seen that on, a window had like a condominium. Uh, yes, Marriott was at with like a. It's like they was behind a river, and it was it's, like a villa. Yeah, exactly. So now you can get your points, and you get you get best of both worlds. So Marriott has lofts. That's what you said. Yes, they have apartments and they have private villas. Oh yeah, that uh have to look into that. Bon boy. And and they're actually one of my favorite brands. I saw them often. Oh, this is that IHG or Bonvoy. 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 Oh man. So you prefer the Marriott Mar not Marriott JW Marriott over the uh, Intercontinental? No. Now see that's two different brand levels. I mean so you're you're comparing two different things that are two different categories. So I would choose Intercontinental over JW. Um, however, I would choose the Sheraton over um, other brands within IHG. Okay, you choose that over Intercontinental too? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sheraton is a... Uh... Okay, I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, they have the Gaylord uh, for Marriott, which is huge. And if you wanted to do like business and entertaining all in one place, that's a phenomenal place to do that. And IHG doesn't really have anything that does that right now. All right. So uh, Marriott's more diverse. Yeah, exactly. So they got old world, new world. They got contemporary. They have those. Uh, different types of personalities, and I love the different personalities of Marriott. It's really diverse. All right, so you prefer being on the higher floor or lower floor? When you- I prefer to be on higher floors at the end. Um, I'm one of those people I like to be. I love to be around people, but when I go to bed at night, I want to be by myself. All right, so you like that corner, that corner, right? <laughs> exactly, with the ocean view. Oh, man, ocean view on... Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I like that private floor that not everybody can come up to. 
Yeah, I got. I got to get there. <laughs> <laughs> you got the for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's a some good piece of that's right there. I want to do a full one, but I don't know. I don't know what I have for you with the food. Uh, Jamaican food or Mexican food? Uh, food from Mexico. Oh my god, I can't believe it! You know, I cannot say anything other than my culture, so I'm gonna have to say Mexican. <laughs> In Mexico. I'm a Mexicana and I'm Ethiopian. So you rather have? Oh yeah, do it. You rather have refried beans instead of jollof? (laughs) Refried beans and rice instead of jollof? Well, I can't eat beans because I'm allergic to beans. Okay. So that's not even a fair question. (laughs) Yes, I'm a Mexican who can't eat beans. (laughs) So you rather? Vajitas over like your curries and all your stews from Jamaican people, you know, like the curry uh, yes, stews. yes, I would prefer a fajita. Oh, okay, uh-huh, for sure. because see. I and I, I have a good reason for that too because curries causes smells in, in your body, right? And I like to smell good fajitas, I don't have to worry about that because the smell in your body, where. Curry has a very strong, distinctive smell. You can smell it in people's skin when they eat it. You don't have that problem with a fajita. Uh, it just get rid of all of it. Get rid of it. Yeah. You know, and that's one of those etiquette things that I teach the ladies too. You know, we want to smell pleasant. We're, we want to smell pretty. Yeah, most definitely. So, Mexican food or Ethiopian food? Ethiopian, hands down. <laughs> Curry and all. No, <laughs> okay, so um, that's not part of our culture. You're thinking Indian food. Okay, okay. Wrong culture. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. All right, y'all had any more uh, this or that? Or? I don't huh? think I have. Does anyone have any other this or that? You got that? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. All right. Okay. I have one more this or that before I let you guys go. Okay. Out of space. A train. Okay. Uh-uh. Okay. Yeah. So a train ride. You know how they have the high end train rides? High end train ride or cruise. I'm gonna go with the train because I did it once when I was like real a real real little kid. Uh-huh. I was one of the. I just never went and did it because it takes so long. <laughs> right. <laughs> the only thing it just it still takes a long time. Yeah, they have some fancy ones now. They are fabulous. Oh man, with Amtrak or someone else? Oh, di- there's other companies. There's a lot of different companies that I look at, like the European um, tours that they have for their trains they have some fabulous tours because think about there's a lot of land and there's a lot of greenery there's a lot of city life there to see so it's really diverse so much to see on those trains so they have the high speed trains right over there in europe yeah yes they do have high speed but they have some that run at a moderate speed as well yeah i've been on the high speed ones it's going like 180 in miles so i guess it's like yeah. Got a kilometers. It's going. Yeah, something like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to say cruise. You're going to say cruise. All the fun. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So. (laughs) I like both. It will be so hard for me to choose. I can't even tell you which one I would like. Yeah, I I just got to go with that one because it's been a while since I always want to experience it again. But, you know, I should make it. Yeah, they have like whole beds in there and everything. It's crazy, man. They do. And they have like, oh my goodness, you can have television, they have showers, they have so much luxury in there. Yeah, so it's good for a long period of time, honestly. It is. All right, we had one from the audience. Mild or spicy? Spicy what? Food? I'm spicy. I like spicy. You say you spicy? I'm Ethiopian and I'm a Mexican. <laughs> That's what I like spice. <laughs> spicy. Uh, I don't know how spicy he's talking, but it'll go with the mild. <laughs> spicy could get spicy. Yeah. 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 I like spice. When I say I like heat, muy caliente. Yeah, it's going to be spicy the whole process. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it. For sure. All right. So, can you feel free to plug in anything? Instagram, websites, books. Yes. So, um, on Instagram is Ameka Travel in it. My books are on Instagram, Ameka Cooley. Um, I'm on all social media, Ameka Travel in it. I'm on YouTube. Uh, you'll see some of my trips on there. Ameka Travel in it. Ameka Travel in it. So, yes. it's travel, travel in it. Correct. A M E C A travel T R A V E L I N I T. I make a travel in it because I make them travel in it. <laughs> make them travel in it. Let's <laughs> know for sure. Let me give you another round of applause out here for joining us on this. We appreciate you for sure. For sure. For sure. I appreciate you. Shout out to shout out to you for taking this time to join us out here. Shout out to Tony M in the comments, Corinthia Turner, wifey, Cynthia, mother. Shout out to the shout out to the audience out there. Shout out to the people that's not commenting but they're watching. They're not commenting but they're watching. (laughs) For sure. All right. You had any final things you wanted to say before we? I just want to say thank you guys for bringing me on the show today. I had a fabulous time and Hey, Hey to the audience, you know, tune in some more. this is a fabulous show. You guys. Appreciate it. We look forward to continuing to grow, you know, prosper out here in the podcast and streets. And you can find us on Instagram at 1409 podcast. You can find us on, uh, I will always press record TV. You can download that on your Fire TV or your Roku and many more platforms to come. You know what I'm saying? So catch that on there. There's a lot of different things on there. There's something you may like on there. So always press record TV. And they're based out of Houston, but they reach the whole world. You know what I'm saying? You got the you got the always press record merch on right there. You know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'm going to tune in in all the different countries that I go to. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. We we like we like to see those countries on there, you know, the Germany, the Sweden, the you know, Kuwait, all that. Exactly. And you know, you can follow me on Instagram at A43 Ambassador. 
Follow me on IG at Guala Meets World. For <laughs> <laughs> sure. Thanks again, Miss Ameka Cooley. Thank you. The 1409 Podcast. And we out.